Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hey, changemakers. Welcome to episode 64. All right, guys. So we are all talking about nonprofit organizations over this month and into April as well. We'll be talking about this, but we're specifically looking at a lot of 501c3, also 501c6s, any other type of nonprofit organization. And we kind of, we started with Vanessa Williams, the lawyer, who really kind of gave us an overview of 501c3s and of nonprofit organizations. Now, what I'm going to talk about today is something that Vanessa and I, we touched on in our last podcast episode, where we really talked about one of the number one common issues or challenges that people have when they start to develop a nonprofit. And that is, are they actually filling a gap? So today we're really gonna look at market research to see if your nonprofit is even needed. So this is before you go file, this is while you're talking about having conversations and you say, oh my gosh, I wanna start a nonprofit, I've got this great idea. So that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Is it such a great idea? Should you go forward on it? For those of you that have nonprofits, you already know how much work goes into having a healthy nonprofit and actually, you know, a revenue generating nonprofit. So it really is a huge commitment. And before you even get there, we want to say, okay, is your idea really going to be worth it? Is it broad enough? Is it specific enough? All of those kind of things to see if it's going to work. All right. So as we go into this, we're going to ask several questions here, and then I'm going to go over how to find out each one of these questions. All right, guys. So, and you don't know too, some of you might have nonprofits already, but this is still good information for you guys to have every year to kind of look at and to consider. I would definitely do some of this research that we're going to be talking about today as it will help strengthen your stakeholder relationships. The other thing is, are you still filling a gap? There's constantly new nonprofits that are being developed, and you really want to be on your toes as far as who's out there what are they doing how can we partner are we competing all of that fun stuff and of course to you grant writers out there these are questions people are going to come to you very often i want to start a nonprofit. can you help me and this is going to give you a good checklist to give them to be able to really consider how you can help them in forming to become a 501c3 or 501c6 or any other type of nonprofit organization all right so let's get started so number one, super easy question, but you might not be able to answer it totally clearly in the beginning, but does your nonprofit idea fill a gap? Yes, no, not sure. Usually you're gonna say yes, but we're gonna come back to this question at the end. Number two, what other nonprofits exist in my geographic area? Now this might take you a little bit of time. I actually do want it to take you a little bit of time. I want you to write some of this down. Of course, if you're in the membership, there's a checklist there that you can have in our membership. But I want you to go ahead and do some research on this. I want you to take some time, so make a note, um, You know, spend a little bit of time into finding this out. Very important. So you can search for other nonprofits online or maybe you already know some in your area by name, right? The other resource you can use is guidestar.org. And you can put your state or geographic area in uh, the database to find different nonprofits. And the very basic edition for guidestar.org 
is free, so that's great. But you can put it in and you can say, are there other nonprofits, what are they? And you may be surprised at the number of nonprofits. Like you might think, okay, I can name all the nonprofits off the top of my head, but honestly, there's so many, the growth of nonprofits in the last couple of decades has been astronomical. So it, it might blow you away to see. But sometimes your city or region may also have a nonprofit resource center, which is fantastic. And this is a great way to really see the nonprofit members on their website. So you can also look at that. So you can go to guidestar.org. If you have a nonprofit resource center in your area, you can check out their website or go to the center. Another good old place to find out is to go to your taxation authority such as the Department of Revenue and Taxation. That is a great place where they will actually print out the registered nonprofits for you in your community or give you a link. And this is public information, so you can definitely get it. Um, but to be a tax-exempt nonprofit, to have nonprofit status, entities need to file with taxation authorities, right? So in a nonprofit research project that I'm currently working on, I went to the Guam Department of Revenue and Taxation and to find out the number and types of nonprofits registered on the island. So that's the other thing. It'll give you the different types of nonprofits. And it was really interesting as about 45% of all registered nonprofits had actually been rejected with nonprofit status. So that might be because they're not submitting their 990s annually, they've dissolved, all of these other types of things. But I could actually see who was current and approved as a nonprofit, as well as who, have, who has been rejected. And it was really interesting because I was like, wow, there's way more nonprofits listed on this site than just Googling, right? Nonprofits in the area, like you will find the actual ones that are all listed there. So in any case, these are resources. So once again, guidestar.org, uh, nonprofit resource center, or your taxation authority. And you can really find out what nonprofit organizations exist in your geographic area. And I just cannot tell you how many times that I've had individuals come to me with their great idea of wanting to start a nonprofit because they see this need in the community. And, you know, they, they want to let me, you know, should they form a partnership with an existing nonprofit, though, possibly, right? So here's the thing is they might come with this great, great idea, but then I'll say, you know what, there's already four or five other nonprofits doing that exact same work already. So for you to form a nonprofit and try to compete with these existing and established nonprofits for funding, for partners, all that kind of thing, you know, that's going to be really difficult. Maybe you should just go to them <laughs> that are already existing and doing the work and see how you can partner or you can work with them or volunteer or whatnot if that's really where your heart and passion is. But other times they may have a twist on what's being done. So they may see, you know, okay, I know that there's these existing nonprofits that are doing similar work, but I want to do this specific thing and I know that there's a need. And that's when you really want to start a nonprofit. But if you're just not aware of what's out there, it's a terrible idea to start a nonprofit when there's already uh, needs being met and they're being met well by other nonprofits. All right. So. But, you know, if just one more thing to touch on before I move on, if that need, if you do see other nonprofits out there, they're doing the work, but they're not doing it well. And you know that, you know, they're this, maybe they don't have a good reputation, all of these kind of things. And that can be the case. Then sometimes it is good to form a non another nonprofit and to create competition because competition can be good in markets even for nonprofits at times. So that's just kind of, you know, got to put that out there for sure.
All right, so moving on. So you now that you said, does my nonprofit fill a gap? What other nonprofits exist in my geographic area? Number three you wanna ask is, what gaps do these other nonprofits fill? All right, now that you know what nonprofits are out there in your community, it is important for you to see what gaps they fill. You can do this in two ways. So first, do a large sweep and break down the organizations into categories, such as the arts, conservation, education, and so forth. So now you have your big, broad sweeping categories. You can easily segment them in those categories. And like I said, if you have a nonprofit resource center, they may already do this for you. So that's a gold gem. But the next thing I want you to do is pick the category or categories that your nonprofit will fill, such as homelessness, right? Homelessness could be a category. Now you take that specific category and check out what other nonprofits are doing under that specific category, such as the City Homeless Shelter, that's the name of it, real estate. City Homeless Shelter provides transitional housing, daily lunches, and work programs for homeless individuals, right? So that would be one nonprofit that's doing specific work. So that's a good idea, and I have a little chart, so you have the name, the programs, and who do they serve, like specifically what is their target demographic. So this is really important for you just to really be able to get a good understanding. Not only will this help you really see if you're filling a good gap, but this will help you to understand who your stakeholders, right, who your partners could be. So this will be like, okay, oh, hey, I need to reach out to these five other homeless shelters that are doing similar work right and you already have what they're doing you, you kind of know and you can develop a better relationship with them okay number four the next what activities do i want my nonprofit to fill like what do i want to do so really list out what you want your nonprofit to do maybe you want to provide certain work skills for homeless people that are not being provided maybe you want to serve homeless families and only homeless individuals are currently being served by nonprofits figure out if your nonprofit really does serve a unique need. All right, the next step you want to look at is do I know any of any statistics and case studies that meet the need, right? So maybe you want to serve homeless cats, but there are none in your community. Do some research. Find out if there is even actually a need for what you want to do. Maybe you're really wanting to serve 500 homeless people in your community, but you have a very affluent community and you don't have 500 homeless people in your community. So you wanna be really realistic about what activities you actually want to do. Because sometimes you know we're really passionate, we really think there's a huge need, but when you really look at the statistics and the case studies, testimonials, all of those types of things, you know, you're just not seeing the data really doesn't support what you want to do. Now, that's gonna be difficult for you, especially when you're applying for grants, if you're applying for funding, to really get anything to back you up for your different programs. And like I said, this doesn't, I mean, really, you could take a week and do some of this stuff. You could take a couple of days and do some of this research, and it will really help. You could see how this will already start really defining and streamlining your idea for your nonprofit and really giving you a lot more teeth to what you want your nonprofit to do. Okay, so these are some quick questions and not so quick research to do when thinking about forming a nonprofit, but really take the time to do this if you have a great idea. I know it seems like the best idea ever, and maybe it is, but as Mark Twain said, there is no such thing as a new idea. We simply take a lot of old ideas and put them into a sort of mental kaleidoscope. Sometimes that kaleidoscope casts a new light into creating a nonprofit, but other times it means you can partner with an existing nonprofit. 
So definitely do the research, take the time, and then come back to that first question, does my nonprofit actually fill a gap, right? You're gonna be able to answer that now because you're gonna know what other nonprofits exist in your geographic area. You're gonna know what gaps they fill. You're gonna know what activities you want your nonprofit to do. And you're gonna have stats and case studies and testimonials to back it up. So you're really gonna be able to answer that. And once you know this, then move forward. Move forward, if you say yes, it does fill a gap. I know for sure, now I have some things to back it up. You're not gonna have a hard time moving into our next, <laughs> our next podcast, the kind of uh, category of what we're gonna talk about, of finding and forming your board of directors for your nonprofit and in identifying your mission and vision. So we're definitely gonna be talking about that. We'll be talking about that next week, so you can go ahead and tune in for that. And throughout this whole segment too, in the next couple of weeks, we'll also be covering articles of incorporation and bylaws. I know those are the big heavyweights when it comes to forming nonprofits. So we are gonna be going over those and I'll give you a lot more information on that. But honestly, I know this is the important part. This is the first step in really being able to say, should I form a nonprofit? And the other thing is, this is going to make you stand apart from a lot of other people that, you know, they take a year to actually form their nonprofit because they don't just take some dedicated time to finding out this information. So they never really get any legs underneath them. But this, just taking, you know, like I said, even like a day of just doing some research, you are gonna really be able to um, just get your nonprofit going. You're gonna understand your platform a lot better and you're going to have a better idea on how to find your uh, board of directors and and actually how to communicate to them the need to be a part of your nonprofit. So this is going to fast track you very quickly. All right guys, as always if you have any questions, please email me. I know some of you guys did send me emails and I will be getting back to you this week. All right guys, so I hope you are enjoying your spring and having a delightful time. I will be talking to you all soon. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Do you want to join the Changemaker Tribe and get courses, downloadable checklists, samples of awarded grants, behind-the-scenes live Q&A with myself and the tribe, and discounts on grant services? Be sure to join the Changemaker membership at www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash membership. Thank you for listening to this grant writing and funding podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your time. For more questions, email Holly at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com or visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com.